welcome to another episode of the New American Town Podcast. I'm Amy Ross, and I'm here in our amazing Haxton Road Studios in downtown Bentonville. And I have a really fun guest that has joined us today. Jill Kittner is with us in the studio. Um, and without further ado, we're going to jump right in. So, Jill, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, you're kind of a big deal. Well, thanks, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just ride bikes for a living and uh, get to travel the world. So, I mean, I'm glad that people enjoy that and think it's a big deal. And you're a Red Bull athlete, um, and you've had such a great, long, illustrious career, um, not only in mountain biking, but BMX and four cross, if I'm correct. Um, tell us some of the highlights. You're a world champion. You're an Olympian. Like, <laughs> give us a little bit in-depth background about that. All right. Well, I'll kind of start from the beginning because um, as a kid, like most kids, I just grew up uh, riding a BMX bike. Like, I have an older brother, and we would cruise around our neighborhood and, like, hit, jump off curbs and ride the ditches. And uh, there was a BMX track probably, I don't know, I think it was probably, like, six blocks from my house. So as a little kid, we used to just kind of like go there as a family and my mom would load up her old station wagon and the dog and we'd cruise down there and just do laps, you know, for fun. And um, my brother got really into it. And so I was sitting on the sidelines watching and uh, my parents got tired of me whining about having to be there. So they signed me up and uh, it's kind of history ever since. Like I loved um, being active. I played a lot of soccer. I played tennis, you know, like I played a lot of sports growing up. and. Um, bikes kind of always engaged me or like the most fun thing that you can be free and do whatever you want and um I had a path with racing to go you know travel the world and um eventually get sponsored and turn pro and um I turned pro when I was 14 that's amazing (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and then yeah I started making a living from it from there on really and so in (laughs) in high school I could go the other cool sponsor I mean um, I had like kind of local support there, but my mom worked for United Airlines, so I had these um, write your own travel companion passes, <laughs> which was like my biggest um, kind of advantage as a kid. So I could just like go anywhere on her travel companion passes, and it was like easier to get on flights and travel. So I was very independent and would kind of go solo quite a bit and meet up with people, and um, that was great because I got to go to different tracks and travel the country and chase the national titles and get a lot of experience and so um thanks mom um I didn't know where it would take me or anything but um it took me pretty far all the way to an Olympic medal actually so um in in that time period um I did BMX all the way till I was 21 and then went to switch to mountain bikes just for like a new challenge just I kind of ran out of um things to do and it was kind of like the same yeah (laughs) and I just would really uh had quite a few role models like Terry Onis or Lee Donovan who kind of made the switch over from BMX mm-hmm. to a new discipline and they were thriving and like, I don't know, they were stars in the sport and I like really looked up to them and they were both, you know, American champions and right, um, cool people. <laughs> and they kind of mentored me a little bit. Like Lee was my first, first coach <laughs> officially in mountain biking and um, yeah, I don't know. It kind of just did mountain biking. Um loved it i love being in the mountains i love being outside the endless amount of challenges and variables and conditions and soil and it's uh what i love to do and i still love to do it and uh, yeah so i did that for 
Four Cross was the first entry point from BMX to <laughs> mountain bike. Mountain bike, yeah, because it's very similar to what I was used to. It was just a little bit faster and bigger, and I had to learn how to turn, <laughs> which in BMX <laughs> you don't really need a lot of turn technique. Um, and then, yeah, so I did Four Cross and had some success. <laughs> yeah. Um, won a lot of World Cups, won a lot of world titles, three in a row. And then they announced BMX would be in the Olympics in for 2008. And so there's kind of this period where I had to decide if I wanted to go back to that sport and reinvent myself again. And I ultimately chose to do it. Um, my dad had a lot of like faith in me that I could do it. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, you can do it. And um, I just kind of was hesitant to go back to something I'd already done, you know, but there's obviously so many opportunities with that <laughs> chance right. to be bigger than just the little sport that it kind of was. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to. And um, after I won my third title, world title for mountain biking, <clears throat> my dad actually had a heart attack and passed away. And mm. I was just like left with like, what do I do? You know, like he was my, my rock. And like, yeah. ultimately I decided I would go back and try and do it for him. That's amazing. And I did it. So it was cool. <laughs> And tell the audience what the outcome oh. was of that in 2008. The Olympic was that uh, Sydney, Beijing. Okay, yeah, Sorry. it was the <laughs> inaugural event for BMX. So it was like the first time anyone had ever seen the sport, and they made this huge supercross ramp, which was like a 40 foot tall um, start ramp. Right, like there's eight people. It's the same, but it's everything got kind of supersized, and they called it Supercross BMX. So it was kind of like reinvented the sport just for Olympics. So it was faster bigger more exciting and um yeah a lot of people had a hard time making the transition to that sport because it was just faster and it's, it's gnarly like you're racing against people and they bump into you <laughs> i don't know if you've seen it but it's like there's a lot of carnage that goes down in the olympics um but i was used to it because i'd done four cross which is basically racing down a mountain full speed and hitting bigger jumps and so I was really actually grateful to have um, another sport that I learned all these techniques and how to train. It was like a lot more professional at the time, <clears throat> just with training and your ability to get support. And, you know, I had Red Bull behind me and they like, they knew what to do to like, we had to build a team and I had GT, which was a good support at the time and good teammates. And <laughs> we built a program and I, I ended up, um, going to Beijing with a blown out ACL actually like I made it through all the qualifying and it was not easy and I was hurt a lot of it but um I got on that star gate <laughs> in China and uh was able to win a BMX bronze medal at the very first game so I was the first one to actually receive a medal because I was third <laughs> right so they present you know three two one but um yeah it was great <laughs> unbelievable honestly and my teammates, a couple of my teammates won medals too. So we just crushed it in 08 and like came home just like so stoked. And we got to go on this little media tour. Like we were on Oprah, which was great. I mean, back row in the, with everyone, like we're no Phelps or anything. Like <laughs> BMX hadn't been like that prime time because it rained our race morning and the coverage was delayed. And so not everyone even saw it, but who cares? <laughs> yeah. It was great. And so, yeah, we went and celebrated and came home and Red Bull had a party bus for us right when we landed with all our friends like loaded up and we kind of toured around Hollywood and it was like such a rock star experience and you just you know when you have the power of like you accomplish something that insane um it's nice to share it with everybody that helped you get there and I was just like so like in awe that I actually did it <laughs> it was just so much build up for a 30 second race and 
being hurt and like going through the triumphs and it was it was hard but uh yeah I'm, yeah here i am it's awesome and i made it <laughs> out of there alive <laughs> <laughs> and here you are yeah. today um yeah. sitting amongst the <clears throat> time of the olympics too so i'm yeah. sure it's fun to kind of look on and and know and understand what those people are going through. Oh, God. It was actually made me super nervous watching and just being in the gate and how long it takes for them to drop the gate. And just, I knew every, I mean, I can relate to everything they were feeling. And <laughs> yeah, it was terrible how many crashes there were, but it was also like really good racing and a lot of like nuances within there. And um, the people have gotten so much better and are just amazing athletes. And so it was, it was beautiful to watch the best people ride and just how much flow they they have it's great and power how much power and speed and skill they all have it was really impressive that's awesome well it's really really cool to hear that story and <laughs> understand that you were in the first olympic game like for bmx so on top of coming home with a bronze I think <laughs> those are some really major accomplishments so um well we're super excited to have you here this weekend and you're here for a new concept called Red Bull First Ride. So can you tell us what to expect over the weekend? It's a two-day clinic. Um, what can what could <laughs> participants expect to, to get from, from Jill's First Ride Clinic? Well, okay, so Red Bull approached me. This is like a very first new thing. Um, um, they have like kind of, they want to bring Red Bull athletes to this area and like come up with your own kind of clinic idea. So like, it was like me, Rebecca Rush, and like the Ellen Noble mm -hmm. are the kind of the first ones. They want like women's participation and like really boost the education or like come ride with, you know, like it's a rare, it's kind of a rare opportunity because we're usually in season and busy. But um, I chose to do e-bike um, women's clinic just because, um, well, it's kind of new and not everyone has one, which I'm, I think will change over time. But um, mm -hmm. for me, it's just like such a great tool to ride together, to learn, to do repetition. And um, after seeing the trails here, I just thought you could cover the most ground, you could see everything in one weekend. And so I put together this like really cool plan that I think will cover everything and like address a lot of the skills and be fun and have games and challenges within. And like, um, I kind of capped this one. <laughs> it's, I know they want like kind of more big numbers but for me personally I'm like really good with like small groups and like getting to know people and that's what it's about for me like I wanted to keep it like under 20 people and so we can all ride together get to know people <laughs> and have it fun you know like you get too many people it's just like not as personal and it's not what it's about for me but so I was stoked that they <laughs> that Red Bull and Rafa who is based here as well as one of my sponsors and Picky Bar donated some stuff um, some snacks and some oatmeal and some of the coffee creamers they make. Um, and so we put together this. Oh, and I um, made a bunch of merch <laughs> um, that's like first seen here, which is kind of fun. Uh, just like, like I have a pin on today. You can't see it, but um, I made pins and socks and fenders and just kind of something with a personal touch that no one has yet. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited. I mean, I, I really enjoy meeting new people and, um, some people came all the way from Santa Cruz and this was the first time I flew with a bike. So, uh, an e-bike cause you have special shipping of the batteries and it's like a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, we're here and I think our plan's great. And I think, um, it's only the beginning for what first ride can be. 
I agree. I mean, I've been fortunate enough over the last probably month to spend a couple <laughs> afternoons with Jill out on the trails here. And um, it's amazing. It's just the way that you break things down. And I'm super excited for everyone this weekend to get to have that same experience from you. So Amy had so many firsts today. I just wanted to point <laughs> out that she crushed everything. She's like, I don't know if I can do this or whatever. And it was like, couple little tips not that i'm saying i was like whatever but i was there for her and like we got through it and she did so many things that were outside of her comfort level and i was really proud of you and you take that uh confidence with you you know and that's what i want to leave behind is my contribution to the to the area yeah i think you're definitely gonna do that <laughs> speaking from personal experience <laughs> yay yeah so this is your second time down here in Bentonville, the mountain bike capital of the world. Um, what's been one of your like favorite trails or favorite experiences along the trail that you've had? I know you haven't gotten to do a lot, a lot, but like, is there anything that stands out that was different or unique? Well, when I went home after the first one, I'd been hearing about Bentonville, like mainly from Brian Lopes, who's, <laughs> it seems like your guys is like mascot for this place. <laughs> he is know. a champion for he, Bentonville. <laughs> yeah. He was my teammate forever. Like he's, I respect him a lot and um, learned a lot from him, but yeah. So after the first time I was like, wow, this town is really different than anywhere in the world. Like it's, you know, trails go through town, like the town center and like everything's bike related. Like it's easier to get around kind of almost by bike and just the mass amount of trails that are being built every day in the community groups that are here. And like this, the, I love the artwork on the side of the trails and the galleries and just, you know, in town, like the restaurants and stuff. It's like a, you don't expect any of this in Arkansas, you know, like, and it's just eye opening to see what has been created here and, and the continued growth and, evolution of just like people within the town or coming from Oklahoma or Texas that this is, is a hub for this um this area of the world you know like there's nowhere else to ride that's like you can cover this much ground you can do gravel you can do road and the mountain biking's like endless amount of loops like whatever you <laughs> whatever you want to do and there's enough skill and flow in it that you can like get really good at certain certain skills you know like it's not the elevation maybe of some places um but for what's, what's here, it's really beautiful. And um, this is like a ride through the forest. It was, just, it was crazy. <laughs> you see all these animals and wildlife. And <laughs> it, it's, it's peaceful here. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is one thing that you're most looking forward to <clears throat> walking away from this weekend other than meeting some new people and, and leaving some of that impact? Is there like something that you're like looking forward to or that's been standing out that you want to do or yeah I want to see how this format works actually as a group thing to take um take with me you know like I put a lot of time into this um these two days like planning it logistics the skills drills like I've rode all the trails and found features that I think will be good just like um you know like learn a skill and then apply it to a trail um I just want to see how people respond to this whole e-bike thing because in my experience like you can you know it's hard when people are different fitness levels or different skill levels but this like seriously keeps people together as a group and you can keep your energy and just get better and better it's like i don't know it's just a great tool to execute and build friends and friendships i mean yeah <laughs> and uh so yeah i'm excited to see how my plan 
our our plan. There's a lot of a lot of people involved here, <laughs> thanks to Jenner <laughs> um, and Red Bull in the Delta region, and you and Bike Bentonville. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited to see how it works and who shows up and like what the enthusiasm's like. I just I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and I know so or Saturday night after um, a day of skills with the women participants that have signed up. <clears throat> Um, there's a small gathering at the hub. Um, and if anyone wants to come and you're really open to having others come and listen, we're going to do a Q and a, um, little bit of moderation, asking some great questions. <laughs> and then, so if anyone wants to come to, to, to the hub and listen to the Q and a with, um, Jill and, and be able to ask some other great questions and more of the merrier. Yeah. Yeah. The hub's super cool. They're actually like a Norco dealer as well. So they're like a great partner for me to team up with, but they're like, they have this crazy bar and lounge and like viewing area and patios and food. So I thought it'd be like a great, uh, you know, partner to kind of come in, have some dinner, have, like people can have a drink or two or whatever they want. And, um, then it's like pe- not everyone has an e-bike yet, you know, obviously. So I just wanted to kind of be available to people that have questions or want to come say hi or whatever, like just to boost, you know, boost morale or like just say hi or if anyone really wants to like come by or whatever. It's like it's it's open to men, women, kids, whatever, whoever wants to come, like they can come say hi and hang out. So that's open from six o'clock, I think, um, onward at the hub. So come join us. It'll be fun to to say hi and do some high fives yeah <laughs> absolutely um well it's been so great to um talk with you today and learn more about what's happening this weekend and having you in town and and i think there's probably a lot more opportunity for us to see you back here in bentonville um before we wrap up is there anything else that you'd like to add going into the the weekend yeah i'm super stoked to actually be riding again like um i broke my finger (laughs) and i've been on a little bit of a delay hiatus from uh, my season so this kind of this is my first kind of like start to the season so far um and my hands feeling good it's it takes longer than you think for hands you need a lot of specialty hand therapists but I can hold on. I'm feeling good. So I'm really grateful to have this opportunity to get started um, with something this cool and impactful for people. So thanks to the participants for joining. And I also wanted to add that it was only $50 thanks to Red Bull to register for this. Um, So if you guys see, you know, Rebecca's down the road or Kate or Kate Courtney or Ellen, um, know that these um, first rides, they go to charity. So I picked the Rafa Foundation, which helps to grow the sport. And so um, it's all for charity, and uh, please come and join and support <laughs> things that are important to athletes like me. So thank you to all the participants who showed up and to Amy and the studio here and everyone involved. Can't wait to meet everyone. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're again, we're so excited to have you here. Um, and so for all of our listeners, there you have it. Jill Kentner, world champion, Olympian um, here in Bentonville, mountain bike capital of the world. Um, thanks for listening. If you would like to follow Visit Bentonville or Bike Bentonville, tag those on social media. And Jill, before we wrap up, where can people find you? Oh, just my name, at Jill Kintner, K-I-N-T-N-E-R. There's two N's. Uh, I know people, some people get lose one. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, uh, I mostly do Instagram. I'm not as into the Facebook or all that stuff, to be honest. But yeah, um, just me or Red Bull or whatever, you can find me there. Awesome. 
Well, thank you. Uh, Thanks for listening to another episode of a new American town podcast. And we'll catch you guys the next time around.